0: Welcome to One World, One Future, the bite Size podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Nevison, and we highlight changemakers around the world who are making a difference in their community. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. After a long break of school-related issues, we are back in Better Than Ever, and kicking us off, we have Jaquiel Jackson here, who is going to be sharing all about what he does.
1: Hi, thank you for having me.
0: I am so excited to have you on today and just hear what you have to say, but starting off strong, would you mind telling the audience a little bit about yourself?
1: Yes, so my name is Jaquille Jackson, I'm 15 years old, I live in Chicago, and I have an organization called Project I Am to build awareness on homelessness, um, I also I attend regular school, I play basketball, um, I do a lot of extracurriculars, I do um, film, photography, things like that, and that's a little bit about about me.
0: Well, you sound like a very, very busy kid. Um, we're going to get into that a little bit later today. But jumping right into your organization, why did you decide to create Project I Am?
1: I decided to create Pro- Project I Am based on an experience that I had at a really young age. Um, it was something very shocking for me because at five years old, I thought that everybody had homes. So seeing homeless people for the first time really shocked me. Um and it was something that stuck with me. So I went home after that, and I asked my parents if we can give them all houses. And I, obviously, we couldn't do that. That just wasn't possible. Um, still isn't possible, really, for anybody to buy every homeless person a house. So it was um, from then that I kept asking and asking. And eventually, that showed them how much of a passion I had for the issue and how much I really wanted to do something. And we came up with Blessing Bags.
0: That sounds so awesome, and I love that story. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. No problem. So you brought up blessing bags. What are in your blessing bags?
1: In my blessing bags are toiletry items, like soap, tissue, hand sanitizers, socks, wipes, conditioner, lotion, all the daily essentials that we can sometimes take for granted. That, that some Sometimes we just think it comes natural, but there's people who don't um, have those simple items just to clean themselves.
0: Do you have a favorite item that you have in the blessing bags?
1: Um mainly I would say socks because I know that's the highest that's in like one of the highest demand items for the homeless is socks and um my other favorite would be the granola bars that we give them just so they can have something to snack on.
0: I love that. That's so awesome. We're going to hop around a little bit, but I know that you are a author. Would you mind sharing with the audience what your books are about, why you decided to create them, and a little bit of all of that?
1: Yes. So my first book is called I Am to help other kids deal with the tough experience of bullying. And I just wanted to help other kids get through that tough time. And my second book is called Don't Wait to Be Great, which is actually my motto, um, which means to uh, that you don't have to wait until you're an adult to be a change agent and start your own business because we can all do it right now and The second book is about giving other young people a game plan and a roadmap to achieving their goals.
0: I Love that. That's so awesome. And where can the audience buy your books?
1: Um, the audience can find my books on Amazon um, it, If you just look up I am by Jaquille Jackson or don't wait to be great by Jaquille Jackson It should pop up. Also, you can go to my website com to find more about it, and also com.
0: Perfect. And like always, audience, I'll have all those links linked down below in the description, so you can go check out his books, his website, and all of that. That'll be all down there. But moving on to another topic about yours, you were a Marvel Hero Project comic book kid. Could you tell us about that? Because that is so cool.
1: Yes. So it was an interesting event I would say because it was I think I got out of school and I came in the car and then my mom told me about an email that she received from like actual Marvel. So it was something really out of the blue and my mom got an email about me being a part of this campaign called Marvel Hero Project. And of course I wanted to do it. I mean it was Marvel. So that was when we um sat down, we had a little conversation with the Marvel people and about what the project was really about. So they gave us all comic books. It was 20 kids a part of this campaign. So they gave us all comic books with our own superpower and also episodes of Disney+. Plus. And we got to meet everybody um, in New York. And just uh, it was it was really a fun experience. Getting the film with the crew, um, things things like that. It was really cool. That's
0: awesome. What superpower did you get? Super speed. That's
1: awesome. I love that.
0: Yeah. Is there a story behind that, or is that just, like...
1: Um, they. I didn't get to choose the super, speed, the super speed. They gave all the superpowers to the kids based on what they think would help them most with their service projects and what they're doing. Because the comic books were kind of based on what we do in our everyday life as superheroes, kind of. And they thought super speed... Uh, would be a good superpower so i can get everywhere because i'm doing a lot of things so getting everywhere like pretty fast and um just me zoom around giving blessing bags to people
0: that's awesome and you brought us right into the next topic so perfectly um you are a very very busy kid like you said earlier with basketball volunteerism and like being a teen we all know that is really busy how do you balance it all
1: i would say my parents do a good job of managing my my schedule um making sure nothing is, um, you know, double booked and doing a good job of managing things between school and knowing when I have to take a break, uh, for example, like finals are coming up, coming up. So knowing uh, different, different things to focus on. I think they do a good job at helping me with that. And I do have a big calendar in my room, which also helps a little bit.
0: Do you have any advice for any of the audience members who's maybe really busy and is struggling to find that balance for everything?
1: Um, that's really tough because I'm still struggling. It's not like something that I've really mastered and it's something that I'm trying to get better at every day. So I would say, um, give your time, give give yourself time to relax because it's going to get like extremely overwhelming. It's uh, like, it's something that still happens to me. So make sure you're giving yourself time to decompress really and, um, just spend, spend time on yourself. Uh, whether it's sleeping, whether it's doing something that, that re- makes you really just chill out, I would say make sure you're spending time on that.
0: Love that. So well. So well said. So well said. Great job. Um, but we all know, I or at least I know because I follow you on Instagram, but we all know that you are so very accomplished. What accomplishment are you most proud of?
1: That's hard. It would be between working with Nike, Marvel, or Obama. Or the or my Crate and Barrel project that just came out um, with my power pillows. Now, in terms of accomplishments, I would say it's between reaching 100,000 blessing bags this past year and and Crate and Barrel getting my pillows in their stores. It's between those two.
0: Love that. And we're going to actually touch both on the President Obama thing and your crate and barrel thing shortly. But first off, round of applause, a hundred thousand blessing bags. That is huge. I know the audience can't see us, but we're clapping yes. in circles here. Um, That is insane. What um, what advice do you have for someone who wants to start giving back in their community? Because obviously you've figured it out.
1: I would say to start off small, um, Make sure that you don't start off with something really big and grand. Like, I didn't start off doing, um, you know, 5,000 blessing bags in one packing party like I'm doing now. I started off doing, I think, 88, it was 88 blessing bags that we did my first packing party. And I had maybe 20 of my friends come and help out. And now it's grown to where I'm able to have uh, more than 1,000 young people involved in these events. So, I mean... Really, just give yourself give yourself time and and room to you know make adjustments in your organization. So start off small. Also, going go into something that you really want to do It's never going to be uh, fun for you if it's not not something that you truly love doing. Just because it's a good cause does not mean that creating a whole organization around it and spending like real time and effort on it is something that you'll enjoy doing. So make so make sure that you're doing something that you love.
0: I love that, love that. So we're going to bounce back to what you said earlier with President Obama and Crate and Barrel, starting with President Obama. Um, That is so cool. How did you end up getting to meet him, share as much as you would like about that, because that's so cool.
1: Yeah, so it was actually a surprise. In 2017, he named me one of 2017's Most influential People, and then a couple months later, we got in touch with the Obama Foundation, and they invited us to a reception that was happening in Chicago. So that's when we went to, it was the McCormick place, I believe. And when we got there, it was a room full of adults. I was the only kid there. And I ended up networking with people for about an hour. And it was it was cool until we got to a certain point because it was like no chairs, no drinks, no food. Like we were just standing up for an hour. So my mom was ready to go. And we were about to leave when a guy came out and said, you guys are not going to meet Obama. So I started jumping up and down, getting super excited, um, screaming, screaming. And it it was just a really cool moment for me, Um, mainly getting to meet him because when we got, we were all in a line to meet him and I was the first in line. And there's a lady next to him that tells him who the person is so he doesn't forget in a moment. And he actually interrupted her and said, I know who this young man is. I was tweeting about him. So to know that Obama (laughs) remembers me from months later is, is a huge honor.
0: That's so awesome. Well, congratulations. That sounded like it was so much fun. Um, yeah. That's so, I'm like speechless. That's so awesome. <laughs> but I, bouncing back into Crate and Barrel with your Power Pillows, could you share more about that with the audience? What inspired you to create them? Everything.
1: Yeah. So Power Pillows started when I was about nine or 10. Um, I've been selling merchandise for years now. And when I. Well, how it all started, um, Crate and Barrel was doing a, 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 pro- a program with kid activists, and they were going and finding young people and customizing their rooms. So I got my basement customized, as you can see behind me, it used to look way, it least to look way different. And um, they basically did my basement, and then during one of those calls, though, when we were discussing the actual, um, the actual room and all all that will be happening with the program i it, i just took a stab you know it, it was something that i was really joking about but just you know making the effort to to do it I, I just pitched to them my power pillows and um things that we can do with them and how we can partner with Crate and bell and then they definitely um said they'll think about it and then i think maybe a couple months later I ended up doing a bag stuffing at the Crate and Barrel headquarters because the headquarters is in Chicago. So we went there and after we did the packing party, I actually gave a speech and I also introduced it there. Um, I, I introduced my power pillows at that event as well, but it just happened to be the the president was actually there at the bag stuffing, helping out and doing community service. So the time was just great um for that and she she wanted to help as much as she can and now we're here today and we're doing uh, my power pillows are in their stores
0: that's so awesome that's so awesome congratulations thank you that's that's incredible are your pillows also sold online because if so i can link them down in the description for the audience to go see those as well
1: Definitely. Um, the power pillows look a little bit different than what Crate and Barrel did because they made a little adjustments to them to like color and materials. So mine's are a little bit different. Um, but you can find them on my website, officialprojectiam.com. And if you want the Crate and Barrel one, I guess you'll just have to find it in stores. So make sure you go support that as well.
0: Perfect. Well, thank you so much. We have a few more questions and then we're going to wrap everything up. But speaking of volunteerism, do you have any fun summer plans for Project I Am coming up?
1: Um, For Project project I Am, I want to definitely do more virtual packing parties. Um, I want to um, do more traveling for my packing parties like I did um, a few years ago. I used to do a lot of traveling to other states and doing packing parties there. So I think I want to do another not tour but that type of situation where i'm doing packing parties in other states um also i plan on work working in um, other schools i want to implement project project i am and community service clubs and other schools around the whole country really and um that's really making its moves right now and i also want to um just take more steps towards tiny homes which is something i've been wanting to do for a while and there's just tiny houses for those in need, which I think can be the next steps towards demolishing homelessness. Um, but that's pretty big because they're like tiny homes and it's really expensive. So that's something that I've been um, working to complete.
0: That's so awesome. And you've brought up you've been visited states for packing parties. How many states have you been to?
1: Um, I can't really think of a number, but just to just just to think. Um, places like LA, New York, Baltimore, um, I think Washington, D.C. It's been a few places. I can't think of them by heart right now, but I know I've been to a few places on kind of like a tour and things like that, just, um, with other schools. I think Ohio as well. Yeah.
0: That's so awesome. Well, congratulations. That's a huge step towards making the world a better place, but that's Awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. I have a few more questions for you. I know I keep saying that, but I <laughs> legitimately do have a few more and then we'll wrap everything up. Um, the audience got a lot of great information about you today, but if they are wondering how they can get involved in what you're doing, how would you advise that they go about doing that?
1: I would say to go to my website again. It's Um also jahkil.com, J-A-H-K-I-L.com um if you go to those two websites really all the information is is right there you can find out more information on how you can get involved even from another state um virtual packing parties was created out of covid because we realized that we couldn't have people over to do in-person packing parties anymore so i, I create the idea of virtual packing parties to get people from all around the city that usually come to the packing parties but not only did was I able to start back up with my packing parties, I was able to incorporate people from all around the world. Um, I send the items out to you, and we all get on a Zoom call at the same time and pack the bags. So it's something that I love doing.
0: I love that. Well, make sure, audience, I know we've said it a billion times, but those links will be down in the descriptions. Make sure to go check them out. Get involved in what Jaquil is doing, and together we can make the world a better place. And I have one final Volunteer question before our fun question and that is if you had 10 minutes to volunteer and make a difference in your community how exactly would you spend those time that time
1: 10 minutes um I would say what I've not only what I've been doing but I would say what wait do I have access to anything is there any like catch to it do I have
0: there's no catch. You have access to anything in the world. The only limit is 10 minutes.
1: Okay, 10 minutes. I would say if I have access to anything, I would say access to different people that can get me, um, that can help with the tiny home movement. I would say I would do, um, I would get 10 minutes of pitching towards the world's greatest um, uh Maybe engineers, maybe or something like that. Um, I would definitely want to spend ten minutes on 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 that because that means like next steps towards actually doing the tiny homes. Because so I know you can't build a tiny home in ten minutes; is is just not possible. Um, so I would say putting putting ten minutes towards getting the opportunity to talk to people that can really help with that.
0: I love that. That's a very interesting way to use your ten minutes. I always ask that question on every podcast I do, and it's cool to have, like, all the different answers so the audience can see the easy ways that they can get back in 10 minutes. But that kind of wraps it up for the tougher questions, per okay. se. But we have one more 30-second thing left, and that is the speed round. Okay. So they're just fun get-to-know-you questions. I have a timer with 30 seconds and a list of about 30 questions. Okay. Okay. It's very simple. Answer as many questions as you can in the 30 seconds. And the challenge is to beat 13 questions. Okay. That has been our little record for like a year now. So if you get it, you get bragging rights. Okay. Um, But yeah, that's pretty much it. Are you ready? And if you're ready, I'll have you give me a countdown. I'll push go.
1: Okay, I'm ready. Three, two, one. Favorite color? Blue.
0: Favorite animal? Dogs. Favorite sport team?
1: Golden State Warriors. Favorite food, chicken.
0: Favorite vacation place, L.A. Favorite memory of twenty twenty two. Twenty
1: twenty two. Um. Um. Getting straight A's.
0: Favorite holiday,
1: um. My birthday.
0: Favorite word,
1: um. Um. Interesting.
0: Favorite movie, Black Panther. Favorite book,
1: T- uh, crossover.
0: And I'll give it to you. Favorite subject in school? Math. That is 11 questions. Great job. You did so good. Um, it always stumps everyone's favorite memory. I don't even know what mine is. So
1: <laughs> I, I, I
0: you Well, you did very good. And I have one final question before we let you go. And that is, is there anything else you'd like to share with the audience?
1: Um, just make sure to keep following your passion. Um, doing what you love to do. Um, not listening to people who might be directing you in different ways that you just may not be feeling at the time, making sure you're staying on your own path.
0: Well, that wraps it up for today. Thank you so much, Kiel for joining us. Thank you, the audience, for tuning in and listening to today's episode. Make sure to stay tuned for more episodes um, on more kids that are making this world a better place. Thank you all, and have a great rest of your day. Once again, I'm your host, Ashley Nevson on One World, One Future, the Bite Size podcast. And thank you for listening to today's episode. Be sure to follow us on Instagram to know what's happening next.